Welcome, oh, who's a good listener? You're a good listener. Yes, you are. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Nerdy and Thirty. I am your conscientious host, Doug. And I am, I guess, I'm just Lars. I'm just playing Lars. He's just Lars. He is one of the colors you can get on your new Google Pixel 6. <clears throat> just Lars. Yes. Yes. Um... And we are, we are Legion. We are nerdy. Yes. Uh, but Lars, why are we here? We're here because we're a podcast. And podcasts, Speak up, Sonny. Po- podcasts have to be here. And <laughs> <laughs> we entertain. And, and if you're in your 30s, then you'll probably relate to this. And we'll talk and be conversationally nerdy and stuff and... You know, we'll entertain you or not, you know, make you laugh or not, or relate, and be nostalgic, and, you know, we'll slowly become intoxicated over the course of each episode, and we hope you have fun. Or not. Or not. And this is for kids. Or not. Or not. Not for not kids. Not, not for kids. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> we put the, we check off explicit on purpose. <laughs> we do. Um, okay. So, <laughs> let's go a little off the cuff. <laughs> This is a low energy I'm podcast at, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at the Excel spreadsheet and it says off the cuff. <laughs> uh, Lars, you mentioned last weekend, uh, mm-hmm. last last podcast that you were going to get your feet wet with Super Smash Bros. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I went to our, our friend Gay's bachelor party, and um, like I had mentioned last week, I knew Dave was going to have him. Dave had Sora. And I played a whole reliable Dave. Yeah. And it was, it was actually pretty fun. And you were right. You mentioned last week that he's like super floaty and super difficult to kill. He's mm-hmm. like annoyingly difficult to kill. Like I was playing as Sora and I was like, why won't I die? <laughs> like right? I'm way it... off the bottom of the map. And then I hit my up B and I'm like, Oh, I'm suddenly back in the game. <laughs> yep. Up B forward B three times and you're safe. <laughs> it's, it's absurd. It's honestly nuts. Did you uh, did you play as anyone other than Sora? Um, well, well, he because he has all the DLC. I I got my feet wet with a whole bunch of characters. I was Sephiroth for the first time. That's a little ridiculous. His range on his sword is just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, it's really unfair. Yeah. It's um, like yeah, when you want to beat the shit out of someone and not try, that's <laughs> that's Sephiroth. Yeah, he seemed uh seemed like it was cheating, but you know. <laughs> Uh, the other characters, I don't know because I don't even know their names from their actual games or the games that they're in. I was just like, we we were all like, let's just all play random too. So like, I was a bunch of people I'd never seen before from like, I don't know what games. I had to ask everyone every time. I was a lot of like a lot of fighters from fighting games I'd never played before. Oh, so you were um, Terry from King of Fighters or uh, Kazuya from Tekken. Those are the two I figured you wouldn't know. I mean, you can't not know Ken. Or Ryu. No, I know Street those. Fighters. No, no, yeah, I know those. There was someone on the bottom right of the board that I became. I can't remember who it was. It's very what did vague. he look like? <laughs> I don't remember. We were not sober. Far did he have sober. terrible recovery and only hit things with his fists? No, maybe. Because <laughs> that would be Little Mac. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> that was him. Yeah. Little Mac has the like probably the worst recovery in the entire game. Awesome. <laughs> 
yeah, I don't know. It was good. Uh, I don't remember a lot of it because you got not sober and bachelor party, but you know, it was fun. Right. <laughs> of course. No, of, of course. If you were sober during this, that'd be a problem. Right. Or you are, you know, s- you know, sober, which is fine. We accept you. <laughs> True. <laughs> we don't hate, discriminate. <laughs> um, let me see. What else we got? Um, How was the rest of the party, though? I mean, you guys didn't just play Super Smash Bros. I mean, that was a big part of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of one of our friends, Bobby, made a ridiculously large piece of steak. I don't know. It was like it was like a hundred eighty dollar piece of steak mm-hmm. that was like five feet long. <laughs> Cut it off and ate it. It was delicious. Um, Not everybody can handle a hundred and eight hundred and thirty dollar hundred and eighty dollar piece of meat. Yeah, it was, it was seven of, feet long. It's a lot of meat. Um, our friend Ryan bought. A lot of, lot of snacks and goodies and things that are really bad for people of any age, which means it was really tasty. Uh, we drank through yeah. a lot of booze. Oh, oh, the 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 bottom. Okay, so we're in an Airbnb in a cabin, like in the woods in upstate New York. Right. And the bottom floor bathroom uh, started backing up, and not just backing up out of the top. It was backing up from where the toilet has the wax seal on the floor. And if oh, you use that. I've had that happen to me. That that means that uh, there's a there's a clog in the pipes, yeah. And it's back and it's backing up, and then the seal because the seal. I asked the plumber about this. The mm-hmm. seal only works one way, <laughs> so when the water flows in the opposite direction, it doesn't seal anything. Sounds like a terrible design, <laughs> honestly. Well, I mean, realistically, you you don't expect it to flow in both directions, and well, then no. so when it does, it's like, oh. But you plan for the unexpected because now this poor person who owns the Airbnb has shit water backing up into their in between their floors in their house <laughs> yeah yeah so uh by sunday morning anytime you used the upstairs like the kitchen sink the upstairs bathroom you flushed you ran the dishwasher ran the washing machine all of it was draining into the same pipe and then it all came back up through the bottom floor toilet yeah now, it that happened to me it wasn't like overflowing but no one could poop sunday morning and no one could shower so everyone was like groggy and pissed off and that was the only bad part otherwise it was good our friend gabe had a lot of fun and we had s'mores without chocolate because we ran out of chocolate real fast but then we found chocolate when we were packing up to move everything out and we were like god damn it there was Uh, chocolate well you gotta play it safe you gotta get the chocolate stuffed s'mores (laughs) well we bought all the all the you know ingredients for the s'mores to make it ourselves on a fire no 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 but like they they make them they're they're puffs they're chocolate filled uh marshmallows that's weird no it's fucking delicious i don't know how i feel you about stick that. it you, you put it on a stick and you roast it mm-hmm. and when you bite into it it's roasted marshmallow with melted chocolate on the inside it's liquid hot magma <laughs> liquid hot magma yeah exactly magma actually it's really good we did it the other night and um I just put it between two pieces of graham cracker and it just like mushed perfectly. Mm. That does sound Definitely good. would recommend the experience. They also make a cookies and cream one, which is just like, wow. you know, bits of cookies and cream in the marshmallow. That's fun. It is. Where do you get You such can a eat thing? them just by themselves. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a great diabetic snack. Where do you get these Diabetes. things? Diabetes. <laughs> uh, ShopRite. Probably just any grocer. The brand is Puffs. Puffs. Okay. Puffs. I have to look for it next time I go look for puffs. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, 
Anything else going? Uh, yeah, we just got um, we just got an HBO Max subscription because we've been missing out apparently, like really terribly, missing nice. out. Um, and we got the it comes with one. a lot of stuff, dude. It has like all the good stuff. First of all, it has all of Adult Swim, so like <laughs> it has all of the good stuff. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm gonna give the DC Universe another try because it has like all the DC Universe stuff on it, including the four hour version of Justice League. I watched it off of there. Yeah. Very uh, honestly, I, it was a game changer for me. I'd say. Okay. It well, really is better. I'm looking forward to trying it. So, uh, we're doing that right now. I was actually I was telling Doug right before this. I forgot what day it was, and we just we literally just got it like an hour and a half ago. Right after I got off of work, and I we're I'm like an hour deep into Dune, the new Dune, which is on there. And yeah, I want to watch it. I heard it was really good. So I mean, so far, it is gorgeous more than anything uh the the use of scale uh, is just absurdly amazing so far like everything um, is huge or really small and it's always contrasted with each other and it's just so beautiful Ugh. should i should i go out and buy a, a new tv to watch <laughs> this i mean i'm watching on the on the 65 inch it's it's pretty good i think you got a 65 inch right Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what I got. Yeah, yeah. Everyone I know is like, go to the IMAX theater, and now I could see how awesome that is. Now seeing that the scale, everything, like, like when I'm talking big, Doug, I'm talking like three quarters of your sixty-five inch I know. screen Penis is size. gonna be. I get it. It's, filled. it's just, it's not. It's good. I, I can't wait to go back, and and finish it after this podcast. But I'm also, I'm also like, as you can tell, I'm like dying because we got we got a free pizza. Was it here when we talked about the free pizza I got? I don't know. You uh, mentioned that you got you got Pizza Hut, Domino's. Yeah, Domino's. A few weeks ago, and we did the pickup. And if they don't, if they take it out of the oven, they don't bring it to your car within two minutes. You get a free pizza. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we cashed in on that pizza tonight. So like literally, I was like clocking out, and Caitlin comes home from picking up the pizza. Cause she gets off earlier than me. And she's like, pizza. So I just ate the pizza and then we started watching Dune. I'm like falling asleep watching Dune. I'm like, it's beautiful. It's dark in this room. And Doug's like, yo, I sent the link. I'm like, oh, it's Thursday. Honestly, <laughs> falling asleep after eating is probably one of the best feelings you can have in the world. Right? Like speaking of the itis. It's like the best because it's just like you don't have to try to sleep. Yeah. You just automatically you hit hit something. It cushions your fat tum tum. <laughs> you can breathe better once again, <laughs> and you just rest your eyes, and it just takes you off to to Never Neverland. Yeah, the only bad part is that it's happening at six thirty p.m. at night. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like I I'll be up at midnight. <laughs> oh yeah, it usually happens like seven thirty eight o'clock. Yeah. If I wasn't you? doing this, I'd be laying on the couch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, what about uh, you, though? What happened to um, week? So, I mean, my week was just filled with work, but, I mean, Sunday, uh, our, my friends and I, we went to Storm King uh, Art Museum. It's actually a, a structure museum, I should say. It's an outdoor... It's, like, huge. It's like, It's completely outdoors. It's, like, these huge fields... And they have different art structures to, in place. Like they have the some that are 70 feet tall, uh, 70 feet wide. A lot of different things made with um, like industrial materials and things like that. It's where, pretty cool. Where is this? 
It's in um, New Windsor. Where's that? New York. Upstate. It's like an hour and a half from Poughkeepsie. Huh. So you just did that for funsies? Well, yeah. That's uh, one of my friend's girlfriends put it together. She was like, let's go do this. And we were like, okay. I mean, leading up to it, it was a very long week. And I was almost going to be like, oh, I really don't feel up to this. Just go on <laughs> without me. But, uh, you know, I sucked it up and I went. And honestly, I had a really good time. Good. Uh, but unfortunately, one of the people we were with that day, mm-hmm. the following day, wasn't feeling too well and tested positive for COVID. No, 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 yeah. my Dougie. Well, luckily, <laughs> we're all vaccinated. Okay. Um, yet she was lucky enough to still get it. But no one else, the three kids and her husband that were with her, mm-hmm. all of them tested negative. Okay. So it's just her. And so we got our test on Tuesday. Claire and I both tested negative. We took the PCR, so we're waiting for that to come back. Okay. I'm going to... I feel fine. Claire feels fine. Okay. I might still get just like another test just to make sure. Yeah. Uh, You know, later later this week. Good. Maybe in the weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just for, you know, uh, peace of mind. Yeah. But that was, you know, that was one way to start my week. Yeah. And then... Uh, we came home, uh, I forgot where we were. We were out during the day and a friend of ours came and walked Lucy. We come back and Claire has this little witch made of, uh, corn stalks. Okay. Like, it's like super old. Like, okay. it's older than us. Okay. Like, her grandmother made it. Okay. And it's just this little witch with a holding a little broom mm-hmm. and, you know, no face or anything. Cause it's just like very basic. Sure. But it's very old. And we just find it on the floor, slightly ripped up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. And she was, Claire was just like distraught. I'm like, no. Oh, right. So I ordered a, a glue gun yep. on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I glued it back together tonight. Nice. So that's why I was a little late. But I, you know, I had to glue together my bitches, witches. <laughs> and I did a beautiful job. Nice. Can, was can I see happy. it? Can I see it? Uh, yeah, I can go get it for you. Yeah. Go uh, get it. Give me a sec. Go get it. Yeah, yeah one sec. In, in the meantime, I will entertain everyone while Doug is running to go look at it. And ironically, not ironically, Doug's wearing a shirt that says, no excuses, get it done. So that's good. Hey, in the meantime, my 100-year-old grandmother has uh, now tested negative for COVID for the past three days. So, yay! The vaccine works! Get vaccinated! Get the vaccine! Ooh! Like, this is what I would do if I just had my own podcast to just kind of sit here and try to be Nathan Explosion. Yep. Here we are. Well, I'm tired. Are you tired? Do you guys listen? Do we help you safely drive? Do we put you to sleep? What actually happens? What do you do when you listen to our podcast? Are you at work? Are you driving? Are you blogging? Do you have a live journal? Do you have a Tumblr? Let us know. Message us on Twitter. Here's Doug. <laughs> Hi, Doug. Hello. That's fun. Honestly, that looks like something that's made like in a like a in a Hobby Lobby or a Michaels. 
Fuck Hobby Lobby. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, fuck Hobby Lobby, but like, like Hobby Lobby, nice. Hobby Lobby doesn't even fucking have anything in there for hobbies. <laughs> I know it's literally for old store. bitches to pot plants. <laughs> it's like stupid as fuck. Yeah, I hate Hobby Lobby. I know. All right, we'll stick with Michaels. I went in there because I was like, oh, hobbies. Maybe they have collector like toy trains or model trains or model airplanes or something people do as a hobby. <laughs> Fuck Hobby Lobby. Uh, that's fun. This is my bitch's witch. Yeah, you gotta post a picture of it to our Twitter. Okay, that's good. I will. And our and our Instagram. That's awesome though. You did a good job. Yeah, basically, like the the broom was ripped off, the hair was coming off, the cape was coming off, that's the hands were everywhere. <laughs> that's because Lucy got uh feisty. Yeah, Lucy. Uh, Lucy took to it real easy. <laughs> but I fixed it. To the best of my glue gunning abilities. <laughs> I guess she liked the crunchy parts. Yeah. Tastes like corn. <laughs> so, uh, what, what else can, What else we had going on this week? Uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> let me let me continue. Uh, so, I, so, aside from the COVID scare, uh, today I had to do some, like, on-site work. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't really want to do it, but I went anyway. And I, I said, okay, so Claire and I dropped our rings off to get cleaned, okay. and we've been trying to pick them up since this past Sunday, mm -hmm. and every day we just keep getting pushed further and further back. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, I was on site, I was in Syosset, mm -hmm. not too far from where the jewelry store is. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, maybe I can make this happen. And they don't open till 11, mm -hmm. so I was like, fuck, I can't. I get home, <laughs> and... I go to pet Lucy, and I'm going. I go. What is that? And like the top of her fur, like on her back, is like slightly matted. I'm like, what? What, what? is this? And it smells like, kind of chemically, and but kind of like shit. No. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, did you roll around in shit? No. Like, and she's laying on the couch. No. Luckily, like we had the blanket down, like her blanket. Okay. But I was like, fuck. So I took I took her collar off and I threw it down. Mm -hmm. And then I tricked her into the bathroom. And then I bathed. I gave my dog a bath Whoa. in the middle of the workday. <laughs> Back up. How did you trick her into the bathroom? With a treat. Oh, okay. With a treat and excitement. Yo, the excitement works, man. You don't even need a treat half the time. <laughs> for her, for her, I do. She's smart. She was leery. Okay. Because when we go to the vet, yeah. the vet can hand her a treat. She'll take it and she'll drop it. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, no way. Yeah. But when we go outside of the vet, I give her that same treat and she'll eat it. Okay. So I got her <laughs> I got her in the bathroom, closed the doors, and then she realized what she's got herself into. <laughs> and she sat right against the door. So I, you know, I grabbed her and I kind of brought her forward and I picked up her two front legs so she could go into the bathtub. Mm -hmm. And mind you, this is the first time she's getting an indoor bath. Oh, wow. This is the second bath she's ever gotten. The first one we gave her was during the summer. Okay. And uh, she just has her legs in, and she's just kind of like dangling back and forth between her feet because mm -hmm. she's just not long enough to kind of hover over. Okay. So I like pick up her back legs, and I guide her into the tub. You'll be all bowered her in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I forklifted her down. Awesome. <laughs> and ga I, I gave her a solo bath. I had to wash out the poop from her uh, her back. It turns out it was also all around her neck. 
<sighs> and because she has like three coats of fur, it took forever for her to dry. Yeah. She's only just dry now. Mm-hmm. After after um about ten hours. <laughs> and you know, then I go downstairs and I see her collar and I look and I, I go to pick it up to move it. I'm like, fuck, there's shit on the collar. Oh. <laughs> and I wash the collar and I'm like, fuck, if there's shit on the collar, then I need to go and check all of the locations she normally lays down. Yeah. And there was no poop smell. There's no shit smell in anything. Uh-huh. Except uh-huh. the lower portion of our couch. Ah. Uh. The kind of couch that you can't really dry clean. Yeah. You know, you got to use special chemicals. Mm-hmm. But I was like, fuck it. I grabbed like a sponge with some soap and wet it and then cleaned it off. And then we bought this orange spray mm-hmm. and I sprayed the odor away. The gojo? Everything seems fine now. Lucy's nice and clean. The house doesn't smell like shit. <laughs> the collar's clean. <laughs> so there was that. And then <laughs> the day's not over. Uh,. <laughs> At this point, I haven't had lunch yet. You know, I went on. I had breakfast. I went on site at 8 a.m. Yeah. And I was working, and got home. You know, took care of poop dog. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna eat something. Like, <laughs> there's one chicken cutlet left. It needs to be eaten for lunch right now because it's so old. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents, I think, gave it to us on Saturday. Yeah. So you can't really keep chicken cutlets for too long after cooking them. Yeah, that's time. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, "All right, I gotta eat this." I go into I go into the fridge to take a wrap out. All that's left is a half-eaten wrap. And I was like, "Claire, did you just like, <laughs> did you only eat half a wrap?" And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then like the the wrap bag wasn't sealed right, so it was it was like slightly like hardened because like oh. you know like because what wraps you gotta keep the whole bag sealed or they all get hard. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, fine." Put the wrap down. Put the chicken cutlet on it. A friend of ours brought some guacamole over on Friday. Nice. It actually is holding up pretty well. I put that on there with some salsa. And I was like, okay, I'm going to eat this. I take one bite of it. Actually, no, actually, I haven't even taken a bite out of it. That's when I found out about the poop collar. <laughs> and I cleaned the collar. Went to go eat a piece of the, the chicken. And I was like, okay, let me move this guacamole because... My friend works at a restaurant, so she made the guac, and it was in, like, the sealable plastic container. Mm-hmm. So she made it, and I was like, let me put this in one of, like, our, like, Pyrex glasses that sure. seal it better. Yeah. I opened the drawer to do it, and the way it is, it's, like, this big drawer, and then on the top of the drawer, there's a small pullout that has, um, has, like, uh, cloths on it, like, um, like, dish towels okay. and stuff. Yeah. And, like, mitts. And... Every so often, like, if something in that um, drawer pushes against it too much, it falls off the the track. Okay. And I have to put my hand underneath and kind of, like, prop it up and get it back online with the track. Mm-hmm. I could fix this at some point, but I'm lazy, so I just do the <laughs> temporary fix. Yeah, of course. But the problem is, is that the reason why I fell off the track this time was because we have so many old Chinese food containers. <laughs> like the soup containers and yeah. the quart. Yeah. So we just had them. So I just started grabbing them and throwing them on the floor because I was just so pissed at this point. I'm like, I had to clean the dog. I had to clean its collar. I had to clean the couch, like, on my hands and knees. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, so not in the mood for this right now. Yeah. And I just throw them all out. I get a garbage bag, and I just toss them all in the garbage bag, and I put them in the garbage. I was like, I'm done with these. 
you know, if, if uh, this is going to be like the difference maker in my life, yeah. then I need to rethink things. Yeah. <laughs> so I just threw it all out, finally ate my sandwich. <sighs> and then I worked. And the rest of the workday wasn't too bad. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad it finally turned around. Yeah. So that that was that was it. Uh, nothing else kind of crazy or anything to really report on. Oh, I got a raise at work. Oh, fuck yeah, man. So I found out, I found out about that today. Nice. I got I got a nice pay bump. Well, hey, I mean, you can't you can't win some without losing some too. So you got poop dog and a raise. Yes, <laughs> got poop dog and a raise. This is the truth. Uh, but I mean, that's really it for me. Uh, let's let's move on to like the actual reason why people are here. What oh yeah, think? yeah, sure, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> we're gonna talk about today. Our today in history. Mm-hmm. Talk about our podcast fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just looked at what yours was. Oh <laughs> uh, man, uh, that's good. Uh, and then we're gonna talk about you know things. We're gonna have like little things to touch upon that won't take up too much time. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna visit Doug's hentai corner. <laughs> Manga corner. <laughs> Whatever. We're gonna vi- we're gonna visit my hentai corner. We're gonna visit Doug's corner. Whatever happens and, uh, there happens there, but it stays just to there. pick up on what we missed last week. Um, <laughs> and, and then, then we'll, I I can drop a little bit of new tech for like a very brief second. I'm not really go too into it. Okay. All right. So, uh, first off, today <clears throat> in history. Yes. Got two things that are not people dying, and that is in 1993 the European Union became a thing, Woo. forcefully. Uh, look that up. The treaty was forced upon everyone. And by who? Then in 1997. Wait, wait, you can't just ti- say that. By who? By who? Who forced it? Oh, that's all I'm gonna say. No. That's it. <laughs> I gotta Google it's, it. <laughs> you Google it. And then in 1997, uh, Titanic had its first public screening at the Tokyo International Film Festival, which uh, ended up being one of the highest-grossing films of all time and launched Kate Winslet and um, Nicholas, no, Leonardo DiCaprio's careers. Mm-hmm. Wait, wasn't there something else? You didn't, you didn't add it on here. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you know what? I'm trying to keep things light. I didn't want to talk about the fact that on this day in, in the year 79... Pompeii got covered in molten hot liquid magma by Mount Vesuvius. Because Mondays are clearly historically terrible days. <laughs> well, well, hey, to balance it out, uh, if you haven't heard yet, go to Google and look up the prostitution uh, t- t- sex worker uh, just symbols. I don't know. Things written on the streets where it, it leads you to... Uh, you know, private private times. <laughs> uh, Lars, are you promoting prostitution? I'm. Not, I'm saying they used to have it, and and it's it's interesting history to see the things that they would would carve into the floor and into the walls of things. <laughs> Hint: they're <And> phallic shaped. <laughs> penis. <laughs> the days before the internet. <laughs> but this is history, so it's okay. Yes. Um, and then the last little bit is uh, my podcast fuel. So for today, I'm going to be drinking uh, Motion Brewery again. Uh, this is something <laughs> else that Claire had gotten me. Mm-hmm. It's Fall har- Fall Harvest Cider. It's 8.2%. There you go. 
I wanted to get that for everybody. And then this time I actually brought um, napkins. So that way when I pour it and it spills, it's caught. And then I'm drinking out of... I don't know if Laura's can see it. My <laughs> nice. Dragon Ball Z. Nice. Glass mug that came with my special edition of Dragon Ball Fighters. Solid. That I had gotten back in the day. <laughs> I could hear that too. Oh, it's got those giant cans again. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it look like you have a baby hand. Yes. It's a crowler. <laughs> yes, the crowler. I heard it. I don't know if they'll hear it, but the, the bubble's sizzling. Whoa. Yeah? Describe it. Um So you can you can like I think they use nutmeg in this. Oh. It's really interesting because it's a cider, obviously. Mm hmm But you know, the it's a hundred percent like a fall flavoring. Like I really do get like that nutmeg like like apple or orchard kind of flavoring mm -hmm. it's really weird it hits the nail on the head like the mold spices <laughs> yeah 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 like the mold spices um it's like a mold cider <clears throat> and there's carbonation <laughs> nice oh man that is like candy <laughs> it's it's literally like drinking fall it's like the essence of fall mm -hmm. that's how i can describe it it's actually it's really good i'm probably gonna plow right through this <laughs> take that and uh not now obviously but next time you get you get your chance um get a pint glass and wet it wet, wet the rim and then cover it in um either like sugar in the raw brown sugar or just like regular brown sugar and take a sip of it yeah do that with October. No, no, Fest yeah, I, I, I would usually do that in the past, mm -hmm. but you know, I have a habit of not doing special things for myself that I would do for others. <laughs> yeah. So if it was Claire drinking it, I would make that nice rim, sure. and you know, I would <laughs> I would like melt sugar <laughs> and make it stick to everything, so it was great. Mm -hmm. But for me, I would drink it out of a paper cup because <laughs> that's that's what I do for myself. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you'd lick your finger, stick it in the bag of sugar, and then lick your finger, and then sip your beer. No. Do you know where my finger's been? <laughs> well, like dysentery. On, on your poop dog. <laughs> that's for sure. Yes, it's been on my poop dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's my Today in History and my podcast fuel. Hey, Lars, what's your podcast fuel today? <laughs> Mine is Domino's. Oh, Domino's. <laughs> oh, I'm so wasted off of Domino's. No, really. I was... Before we even we started the podcast, I was just talking with Doug, and I was not speaking straight. You can no, attest to it. was like he was it. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so that is my podcast fuel. Um, I made the mistake of, like I said, forgetting that we had a podcast today, and we had that pizza, and it's just downhill from there. I like I finished the pizza, and I was like, Caitlin, is it bedtime? Can we can we go in bed and watch Dune? <laughs> don't don't ever say getting pizza was a mistake. <laughs> I take it back. I fully take Good. it back. Because you you know Claire will not friend you anymore. I won't friend myself anymore. <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. Words hurt. It's dangerous to hurt yourself. <laughs> it is. Don't do that. We don't we don't approve of that. If you feel like you might harm yourself, don't. 
But you know what we do approve? Uh, tell me, Lars. These ad breaks! Ad break! <laughs> and we're back. You know what else we approve, Doug? These nuts. This vaccine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, we were just talking about that. <laughs> you know you know what's great about the vaccine? Is uh, if you get COVID, you don't die. <laughs> yes. Very true. And... You know what else people need to know is that the vaccine, we we know that it's not a cure-all and it doesn't make you immune, but it stops you from dying, just like the flu vaccine does. <laughs> yep. So, do it. Just do it, Nike. Just. No, not like Nike. <laughs> like Stanley Yelnats. Just do it. Who's Stanley Yelnats? Stanley Yelnats. Who's Stanley Yelnats? You know who Stanley Yelnats is? I have no idea. Audience, tell Lars who Stanley Yelnats is. Yelnats is. Go ahead. I'm listening. Well. I'm listening. No? It's not that kind of podcast. You, you don't know either? That's what I thought. <laughs> Wait. Ready? Hold on. Claire! <laughs> come here! You gotta have her say this... it into the microphone. She's she's going to be the audience. Okay, fine, fine. I mean, she probably, she's with you. I, I bet if I call Caitlin up here, she'd be like, "Who the fuck's that?" It's yeah. Fine. Hey, Claire, come closer. <laughs> All right, Claire. Do you ever watch us on the podcast, or you just listen? So come closer. <laughs> Claire, can you tell Lars who Stanley Yelnats is? Into the microphone. Into the microphone. From holes. From holes? He said from holes, question mark. Yeah, from holes. He's the main character. His name's the same backwards and forwards. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, you're dismissed. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> oh, fuck. I spilled my bear. <laughs> no, I got napkins because I was afraid I'd spill my beer. Fuck. I didn't expect to spill it like that. <laughs> I spilled Son of a bitch. <laughs> this is all your fault, Lars. Yep. I planned this. If you just knew who Stanley Yelnats was, then there would be no problems right now. I wouldn't have beer all over my keyboard. I freaking just cleaned this damn thing again. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure... I had st <laughs> what? <laughs> I had stains all over my mouse pad because I keep spilling beer and alcohol on it. <laughs> And so I cleaned it. <laughs> and now I did it again. Well, like your dog, it should be washed more than twice a year. <laughs> I didn't get in my keyboard. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I haven't read Holes since probably middle school, and I haven't seen the movie probably since high school, so I completely forgot about that. That's a you problem, buddy. Yeah, whatever. All right. Is your situation all good with your beer? Uh, I'll survive. Okay. All right. Uh, new tech, Doug. What you got? You got uh, yeah, this is just a quick, this is a super quick one. Yep. Uh, this is just, uh, the, the Pixel 6 and the Pixel 6 Pro. Uh, yeah. Uh, I actually watched a few videos for camera comparisons. Yeah. And video comparisons. Yep. I, I like to watch, uh, Mr. Who's the Boss. I'm He's pretty familiar. good. He's British. And uh, so he's like a, a pretty thick with three C's camera comparison. 
uh, video and photo photography capabilities, you know, low light, daytime, motion, etc. Okay. Uh, and it was pretty much, it was a big toss-up. Even just, like, in general for the phones, it was a pretty big toss-up. But there were certain things that the iPhone still did better. Oh, I should have mentioned that it's comparing it against the iPhone 13 Pro Max. Okay. There were certain things that the iPhone did better, but the the processing, the the programming side of it, you know, the AI on yep. the Pixel mm-hmm. is superior to that of the iPhone. Mm-hmm. What's superior so, about it? Uh, so it, it basically it pro- it processes items better. So in certain instances, the the bouquet effect or like the selfie effect is better. And then also in terms of the low light um, processing, it handles it better because okay. what happens, you know, it takes the photo, it does the color correction, sure, uh, the bouquet effect, and everything like that. Does it after taking the actual photo? So that's kind of the big thing. The other big thing that uh, the Pixel is showing is it has like an, an erase feature. Which I thought yes, was really cool. I saw that. That's super cool. So you can basically wipe something from your from your photo out of existence. Yeah, so you can take pandemic photos without the pandemic happening. In other words, yeah. <laughs> pictures where no one's in it ruining your shot. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it was funny because in the commercial, there's a photo fo- that one of the examples of the photos that they take out, uh, things that they take out, it's someone taking a selfie. Or something like that, and there's someone proposing to someone mm-hmm. in the photo, mm-hmm. and it shows them taking them out of the photo <laughs> instead of taking the person walking by. Yeah. So I thought that was really funny. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, they must have paired up with like, well, maybe not, because you know Google's its own incredibly huge thing, but you know Adobe has something similar in Photoshop and even in uh, Adobe Premiere and After Effects. It's like content aware fill is essentially what it's called i mean that's the big thing because google is taking the software side of it and making it so you don't require paid third-party programs yeah or even just third-party apps in general or people because people have to do that still on photoshop and premiere to yeah do the content aware fills and perfect and i mean there are other features as well uh they have this one feature for videos where i know it's a photo where you can either take a timed photo and it'll focus on the background mm-hmm. and then blur any moving parts. Mm-hmm. Or you have an option where you can focus on a moving item. So like, let's say it's like a van driving down the street. Yeah, You can focus on the van and it'll basically just, the vans will be this, like a smooth, easy, pic, like a clean picture, which is pretty cool. A picture, not... I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> I forgot. Okay, well either oh, way, so, it's no, cool it's shit. like it's like one of those ones. It's, it's hard to explain. It's one where either it focuses on the foreground mm-hmm. and then it lets the background lapse, mm-hmm. or it focuses on the background and lets the foreground lapse. Okay, that's so cool. it's, it's like they're opposite of each other. Yeah. For the video though, they have it where it'll focus on one item, mm-hmm. so you don't get that blur. So mm-hmm. if you're focusing on a van. And moving it around, it'll stay focused on the van. That's cool. I mean, you see that kind of feature on like a my Sony A7 Mark III has like a it'll follow the subject if it detects like a face or even an animal face. 
Um, it has like a lock-on feature where it focuses on something, and then if something moves in front of the camera, it won't try to auto-focus on that. So I assume those are some similar technologies they're pulling into that yeah. in a way cheaper smartphone versus a $3,000 camera. Mm-hmm. That's and awesome. Then the, I, mean, and the, I mean, it's a huge jump for Pixel yeah. because the camera set on there is... It's a big jump. It was trash. And they're <laughs> yeah, now they have a four times optical zoom on it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Which is one times more than the iPhone, which is three times. Take that Apple. Yeah, in the butt. But I digress. Uh I'll push forward. Uh not to get too tied into the the pixel. Mm-hmm. If you feel like looking it up, go for it. It's a pixel. You know. Google. Yeah. <laughs> phone. You know what you're getting. Google. It looks like a. Uh, my only thing though is that with the white phone, it looks like it's Star Trek, like a member of Star Trek with that. It has the black line across it. Mm-hmm. The dude with the yeah. visor. Yeah. That was on Reading Rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Lamar. Yep. Yeah. Looks like him. That's fun. But let's uh, let's move forward. Things to touch upon. So mine are quick. Uh, it's just there's the new Cowboy Bebop trailer out. They are playing the song Tank to Death. <laughs> of course. They are using it in every single one because the original soundtrack for that show is phenomenal. Yep. And it's interesting because the uh, the composer of the music was trying to emulate old school jazz mm-hmm. in that sense, like big band jazz, mm-hmm. and did such a great job. Yeah. And they just can't replace Tank. No, it's so good. It's so energetic and just so groovy and funky and fucking. uh, I I understand why. As like from a marketing sense, why would you use any other soundtrack? Absolutely, it's it's like it's almost become a motif. for the uh, the show. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna. I whistled. I'm sure they're gonna (laughs) end up using it in like every episode or something like that. Yeah, as like a play out. Yeah, Uh, it's gonna be meh. But I'm hoping it. I mean, the trailer looked good. Mm-hmm. I like the stylings. I'm curious to see how the cinematography is going to look. Same. It seems it yeah. seems very like raw, in a sense. I don't it, like unrefined, mm-hmm. realistic. And I'm curious how it's going to follow along with the storyline because I didn't see Ed in the in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So I want to see if they're going to bring Ed into this or not. And uh, then there's a trailer for Lightyear, which is the story about the man who inspired the toy Buzz Lightyear. Is the it, biggest... God. Sorry. So, I mean, I saw I saw just the poster, I guess, on, mm-hmm. on Reddit. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I, I went to the comments. You know, I don't know. Was there actually a trailer that was out or was it just... Yeah, a... yeah. It, was, it wasn't like there was a lot of speaking in the trailer mm-hmm. it was more so cgi like cinematics okay just showing that he's a space you know he's an astronaut mm-hmm. he's a spaceman he's an astronaut and they show like little clips clips of like small bits of action and that's it they show the suit mm-hmm. and they show him almost saying his entire catchphrase is it is this supposed to be the the movie or show that it was in the universe in Andy's universe. I believe so. So it's supposed to be the idea that the, this is the man who Buzz Lightyear, the toy is created 
after so it or inspired by i don't know the true details behind it mm -hmm. because they you know they never go into why or how buzz lightyear is made mm -hmm. you know there's video games there's toys but you, you know you, you don't know if he's like actually a historical figure or or what but based on the fact that all of these different pixar movies seem to be somewhat related or in the same universe yeah like wally is essentially like the future yeah you can imagine like all right well if wally exists in the same universe then the idea of buzz lightyear being a space commander mm -hmm. and going into space and doing these things is not too far-fetched but did you look into any of the posts about maybe they were having some gripes about the voice acting did you see anything about that I saw that the actor has changed. And I remember I saw who it was yesterday. I told Caitlin and we're both like, huh, but I don't remember who it is. Who was who it now? The voice actor right now is Chris Evans. There you go. Yes. Yeah. AKA Captain America. Yeah. AKA one of uh, the boyfriends in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yes. Definitely his best role of all time, by the way. Oh, yeah. And the original, the voice actor for the Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story is Tim Allen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a few reasons why you think, well, all right, maybe not Tim Allen be anymore because he's a little controversial. He had a show canceled for being very conservative and, like, some of the things he said not very politically correct, I guess. Oh, did he? I think so. It was something like that. I know his show got canceled. Okay. But I, th uh, but I think it was because he's on the more conservative uh, right-wing side not like crazy crazy but you know but <clears throat> i digress chris evans is now the voice of the man who is buzz lightyear and the whole thing people were just like why is chris evans doing the voice why isn't tim allen doing the voice mm -hmm. and the rationale behind that is that tim allen is doing the voice of the toy buzz lightyear mm. and then there okay. was also, I think, there. So someone made a post because there's also another voice actor that does the voice for uh, Buzz Lightyear in a different medium. So there's Buzz Lightyear in the in the movies being the toy, mm -hmm. and then I think there was a separate Buzz Lightyear in the show that <clears throat> was the uh, TV show for Buzz Lightyear. Okay, I think or in the in the video game of it. And the voice was different on that. And so now it's the idea like the actual Buzz Lightyear character is Chris Evans, is voiced by him. Because if you think about it, a lot of times the actual person doesn't do the voicing for it. Yeah, I mean, like Colin Hanks does Tom Hanks' roles in right. all the spin off Toy Story, like shorts and stuff. Yeah, well, because, well, the idea is it's supposed to be close to the original. Yeah. And and you I know. feel like if I close my eyes and I picture Chris Evans trying to do like a Captain America voice, I feel like it can come off a little bit Buzz Lightyear. Like I feel like it might actually end up being similar. Uh, yeah. So he only says so in the trailer. Someone says to infinity, mm -hmm. and he says, uh, "and" or he says like two or three words, mm -hmm. and it it sounds almost like Tim Allen's voice a little bit, but. What I noticed, though, even if it wasn't sounding like Tim Allen, mm -hmm. the voice fit the character. Okay. So when I, because they they changed his aesthetic. Oh, really? Okay. So he still looks somewhat like the Buzz Lightyear in the the cartoon and mm -hmm. the animated uh, movies, mm -hmm. but he's not in the suit the whole time. So he's got a head of hair. 
Oh. He's got a little bit more of a square jaw. Oh, my God. Because the toy has just a little curl. Yeah. To represent, like, a square jaw. Yeah. So (sighs) his actual dimensions are different in the movie. That's so weird. Okay, no more spoilers. No more spoilers. No. No, no, that's it. (laughs) And then I was just going to say, I've been watching on Netflix, now that we've finished Titans, Mm -hmm. Claire and I are watching season three of Sex Education. I'm not familiar with it. I know you're you've just gotten HBO Max, yeah, and I don't want to pull you away from it because I know it's a it's a pretty big rabbit hole to dive down. <laughs> yes, you've got Studio Ghibli, you've got Crunchyroll, yeah. uh-huh. you've got all of DC, mm-hmm. you got you got you know Adult Swim, like you said, mm-hmm. and all this stuff from HBO. So you got oh, all those Stanley Kubrick's, like man, yeah, you got a lot of stuff on there. <laughs> but Sex Education is really cool. I like these British shows. Mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of british dry humor yeah it's good like growing up like my i would sit there with my great-grandmother watching faulty towers yeah <laughs> and keeping up appearances mm-hmm. oh my god yes I forgot about that show <laughs> mm-hmm. so this is british humor the the idea is that the main character is the son of a sex therapist okay <laughs> and he goes to this private school yeah. in england okay where these kids are super sexually active Okay. But they're totally misguided. And he ends up pa- pairing up with this girl who's like a delinquent to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But she's actually very intelligent. Okay. And they pair up to start a business where they give sex advice to the students. Okay. Because he, his mom's a sex therapist. And he just, ba- he keeps, he, he knows all of it. Sure. And he regurgitates it and he starts fixing people's problems. <laughs> and does it work or is it like crazy hygiene? To a certain extent. Too? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really ever backfire because <laughs> okay. they give pretty decent advice. Okay. And it kind of progresses. Uh, but honestly, they, they flush out the cast really well. Mm-hmm. So it gets to the point where now in season three, you actually have emotional interest and ties to multiple characters, not just like the main three. Okay. But it's, it's almost become like a bit of an ensemble. Okay. Cool. So it's it's pretty good, and the the sex therapist in it is um, Agent Scully from Oh really uh, X Files. Huh. I I didn't know she was British. I don't think I did either. <laughs> yeah, so I found that I'm like she looks really familiar, and I realized it was her. <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely recommend it. It's it's really fun to watch. It's like I said, the third season just came out recently. So it's a living show. Mm-hmm. So you're not, you know, watching something that's done yeah. or may get canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pros are pros are cons pros and cons. Burp. Yeah, I know. Cause you, then you got to wait, <clears throat> you know, it, for some reason, this just reminded me of another movie I watched this week. That was just a train wreck and you've probably seen it. Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992. Oh, with Keanu is... Reeves and and uh, Winona Ryder and uh, Gary Oldman. <laughs> oh crap! I never. I don't think I ever watched it. Oh, okay. I don't want to spoil it. That's your Wait, homework. Wait, so it was Keanu Reeves and who else? Winona Ryder and Gary Oldman. No, I thought you were going to talk about the uh, the one that had the dude from Mortal Kombat in it, <laughs> like the guy who plays Liu Kang. Um, I'm not familiar he, with. That he one. plays a vampire hunter. Uh, maybe I know it if you know the name. I think it's just called Dracula 2000. I don't think I've seen that one. It's You didn't miss anything. <laughs> That's what I, I kind of want to say feel, about this one, but no. I feel like Dracula is Gerard Butler in that movie. Oh, that's fun. I like it's Gerard weird. Butler. But you need to watch that between now and next podcast. Bram Stoker's Dracula. 
Yeah, I'll post about it on Facebook. <laughs> on Facebook. Or should I say Meta? On Meta. Meta. Yeah. Pod. Facebook's new name is Meta, making themselves their own joke. <laughs> what do you think about it? I think it's a unfortunately smart move because Facebook has just too many bad things about it already. I'm interested to see whether, like, I know they changed the name of their stock ticker and their actual company to Meta, but I think the Facebook platform will probably still be Facebook. Yeah. Kind of like how Alphabet is the parent of Google. Right. I mean, that's I, I agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to actually change the name of the Facebook site. Mm -hmm. I think they're just going because their focus now is virtual reality and augmented reality. So yeah. I think that's why they don't want to be like the Oculus Rift made by Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's your Oculus Rift made by Meta. Yeah, because right now it does say Oculus by Facebook. Yeah. And then when you see that, you're like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> I remember when I saw it, I was like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> That's why I didn't buy one. Virtual I also didn't buy it because the resolution was too low. But Virtual reality by annoying spam and people that stalk people. Exactly. I wonder if maybe... Well, obviously, meta... I, I get the idea because like you'd be like, oh, wow, man, that was totally meta. <laughs> and, uh, and now I'm just trying to think... I wonder if it's an acronym for anything. My entire team is assholes. <laughs> yeah, is assholes. That's right. Hmm. What else? <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's your take on it? Man eating tacos awesome. All right, just, just add an Oxford comma in there and you're good. That's Man eating tacos awesome. Man eating tacos awesome. Yeah. Or uh, millions. Well, so question. Would you, if you had an acronym, would you, if you had to use the word of, would you include that in the acronym? Nah. No? Nah. It's one of those so, filler words. Millions of arousing titties. Awesome. Arousing is an A. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Um, many on earth thought a-okay. <laughs> uh, my exotic <laughs> tap dancing aunt. That's the one. That's the one. That's what he really meant. My exotic tap dancing aunt. Yep. That's also the name of our episode. I'm gonna Maybe write that down. even titties. <laughs> My exotic age. Tap. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Uh, oh baby. Uh, fuck. Talking right. about titties. All right. Yeah. Let's go to dog's naughty corner. <laughs> My hentai corner. Manga. Manga corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So uh, I, I what I've decided to do is I'm kind of just gonna limit it to a few things. Because if I try to go through the whole breadth of all the different types of mangas and animes I've watched, it'll be a bit too much. <laughs> so, one is, I'm just going to talk about, this is actually on Netflix, Seven yep. Deadly Sins. There is a manga for it. Uh, the name of the manga is named differently because it's the Japanese saying for it. 
Uh, I will tell you what it is right now, as long as I don't spill my drink again. <laughs> Good, about 40% chance. Yeah, 40. 40 to 70,000. <laughs> it's just like, I have the microphone in front of me. It's like super low. I can't get to anything. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's called, it's called Nanatsu no Taizai. Yeah, I knew so that. So if you were trying to find the manga, you wouldn't necessarily find it under the seven deadly sins. It would be Nanatsu no Taizai. Yep. Or however it may be pronounced. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was pretty accurate. Pretty close. And the idea of this is there's a battle waging between good and evil. The the uh, goddess race and the demon race for 3,000 years. And it pulls in humans and, and giants and fairies. And they're all battling each other. And this one guy creates a team of seven people calling them the seven deadly sins. And they fight against the bad guys. Uh, it's, it's, you know, more line, along the lines of like your shonen manga type of thing where it's like you have the male protagonist who triumphs but it's got a little bit of like a if i'm saying it right a little bit of an ichi vibe to it e-e-c-h-i or e-c-h-i e-c maybe it's e-c-c-h-i i think it's e-c-c-h-i e-c-c-h-i um yeah i guess that might be yep yeah, e-c-c-h-i so, uh, that means it sometimes has, like, some sexual content in it, you know, in, in a joking manner. Mm -hmm. So, in, in, you know, in this show, it's, it's, you know, the main character will squeeze boobies and be like, oh, these are soft. <laughs> or, like, you know, they'll be drinking or something in there. Um, Low-cut shirts, etc. But, in, I mean, In the manga just... or the, on, on Netflix? Both. Oh, Both. wow. But, I mean... It doesn't really take too much from the story. It obviously it's one of those things where it's like it's really weird if someone walks into the room and there's, you know, a little dude sitting between a giant's boobies <laughs> because he's like beat up and he's resting uh. and she just like put him there for safekeeping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I mean, if you think about it, it it would make sense if you were a giant woman with big boobies and you and you had no pockets. And you wanted nope. to put a little person safely somewhere, yeah, you put him in your cleavage. If you have no no pockets, no pockets. Sure. That's the problem. Giants with no pockets. They just don't have, uh, you know, coals for giants. Nope. Big and tall only goes so tall and big. Nope. They just got, <laughs> they got stretchy plastic. <laughs> and, and it tries to pull from different things. Like you've got Merlin and Arthur in it. Oh, and they try to like do this little play off certain things. Mm -hmm. But right now I'm watching the newest arc that's on Netflix Netflix basically just drops entire seasons all at once. So I'm kind of watching through that. I think it's like season five at this point. Mm -hmm. And they, I think there's one or two movies that kind of bridge the gap between the uh, the seasons. But it's, you know, if you're interested in watching demons fight gods or angels or interested in watching, you know, uh, giants fighting fairies or the idea of like the fountain of youth sure, and things like that and like just conflict it's it's not bad i would recommend it okay. especially because of the fact that it is dubbed and not just subbed so for someone who's really kind of trying to get into anime and manga 
and you can watch the sub the dubbed version of it and you'll be fine mm -hmm. i mean like i've said in the past i will i'll watch the dub of this but i'll read the subtitles so i can see the differences in the yeah. language yeah <laughs> and uh so yeah definitely worth a watch it's very accessible uh the other thing is there is a new season of demon slayer out speaking of things that are not dubbed uh demon slayer they basically they're converting the movie for the for the mugen train they're converting it into an actual arc in the in the in the anime mm -hmm. so they're gonna do a retelling of the movie as an actual arc in in the uh in the in the anime kind of like what dragon ball z uh dragon ball super did with battle of gods and resurrection f mm -hmm. and then the next two uh are actually kind of cool they're they're um they're mangas Mm -hmm. and they're actually kind of like prequels to popular series so there's attack on titan before the fall this manga this manga is completed so you can read it start uh, to finish okay and it tells the story of this boy whose mother was eaten by a titan mm -hmm. and the titan was killed and she gave birth to him while he she was in she was in the titan okay <laughs> so he was considered like the titan child okay and it's a story of how he goes and grows up and then becomes the first person to he becomes the person to revive the scout regiment mm -hmm. uh for the for the armed forces mm -hmm. and start doing the hunting of titans using the um that uh i forgot what the gear is called that they use with like the uh, the jets and everything and and the the clips yeah, yeah. with the uh, the the red bamboo swords mm -hmm. I don't know if it's red bamboo or if it's black bamboo or I don't know <laughs> or any or red steel or something like that but it's like special like swords that can cut through titans mm -hmm. so it, it's a story behind that and it's actually it's really good it it's it's definitely it's way more gritty than the first season is of Attack on Titan okay. It it's not I wouldn't say it's as complex or hard to follow as the actual storyline event of Attack on Titans mm -hmm. because the show actually does a like Attack on Titan does a really good job of calling doing callbacks to previous things that happened in the show mm -hmm. and bringing it to the forefront of the new seasons. Mm -hmm. But this is a pretty good it's it's a pretty cool little story to follow along with. And it you know it it's just interesting cuz you're seeing how it started. Yeah, that is cool. A little origin story. Yeah, more or less. And then the other one I'm going to recommend is My Hero Academia Illegals mm -hmm. Vigilantes. This takes place before uh, the start of the the current My Hero series by probably maybe 10 years, okay. I think. And it, it follows the story of this dude who didn't get into hero school. And you find out why he missed the exam and everything like during the series. And it just follows him going along being a vigilante, okay. saving people without a hero license. Okay. And meeting other vigilantes, forming alliances, learning how to fight, and actually going against um, all for one. Mm -hmm. um, and no, he hasn't fought all for one directly, but it's the it's the the early makings of like the League of Villains mm -hmm. from my hero. And all the experiments to make all the uh, the Nomus. If you're familiar with My Hero, you'll know what Nomus are. And 
so it's really cool honestly like it's it's a series it's definitely worth having its own anime tied to it for sure and it's still ongoing so nice. this is something where you can read catch up to it and it'll still keep going mm -hmm. and it'll make you want more you'll get you'll get hit with that why is there not more out feeling awesome that's the best so those are the ones I, I'm kind of all recommending. And like I said, they're all they're all shonen. You know, they're all got male leads to them mm -hmm. because that's just what's pretty popular. And these happen to be tied to existing series. So it's not surprising that it's going to be, you know, male protagonists. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, do you think you'd be interested in any of those? Yeah, yourself? I think. I think I'm looking up Demon Slayer because it sounds so familiar. Dude, Demon Slayer was huge recently. Yeah, I think I watched Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is the one, um, the main character's sister turns into a demon. He keeps her in like a little backpack. Yeah. And then he fights demons trying to get to the origin demon. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was a game too. It came on PS4. Yeah. Huh. There's a lot behind it. Huh. Well, good stuff. Um, I mean, actually, you know, Seven Deadly Sins, I've tried to get into. I've tried to put it on on Netflix and like I get like two episodes in and I keep quitting and then I'll, I'll quit it for like a year and then I'll go back and be like, no, yeah. I want to like it. But like, is it one of those I just have to like suffer for a little bit and then I'll get hooked? I mean, I, I think it's definitely going to be like so, it might be because <laughs> at the point you get you get you get into it to a certain point and yeah. you're like, well, I'm really invested in this at this point. I need to see it through. <laughs> okay. But I will say, like, in the recent season, um, you know, this isn't really a spoiler because it always happens. Like, they, they battle the demon lord, mm -hmm. you know. That's that's an inevitable in these shows. You're the good guy. You're fighting the king of demons. Mm -hmm. That's it's a, it's a given. But it's – some of it's, like, unrealistic. Like, when they sit there and they start having side conversations about being friends, like, while fighting the demon king, mm -hmm. I'm just like, you're not going to do that. Like, this guy's about to die. He doesn't have much time. Like, you're going to waste it talking about being friends? Mm -hmm. Get out of here. Go punch the other dude in the face. <laughs> okay. So it was a little weird. Like, I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. It kind of threw me off. But, um, yeah, I mean, I enjoy it because I like fantasy. You know, I like demons fighting angels and giants and fairies fighting and seeing different special magic attacks. Mm-hmm. I like it because it kind of like fucks with your imagination a little bit. So that's why I like it. Well, I mean, I I will give it another try with Caitlin. Um, I think she's watched a little bit of it, but I will I will give it another try. But there's a dude. What? Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, that's on HBO as well. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention that one yet. But yeah, yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen uh, because you have Crunchyroll access. It's it's on HBO Max. I think you get the dub and the sub. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'll I will, I will have to give that a try because I tried it with Country Country Roll. You know, I gave it like, I think like five six episodes last time we talked about it, and I liked the whole concept. But these days, I just I watch a lot of stuff with my wife. <laughs> so, yeah, I so, mean, well, for me, it's because I was doing so much commuting yeah. in the city. That I would sit there and I would watch these TV shows while in the city. Like, I watched most of this stuff. I, I watched Demon Slayer going through the city. And I watched Seven Deadly Sins while I was commuting back and forth. Uh, that's kind of where I get most of it done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, that that's kind of all I'm going to touch upon for right now. 
and you know there's there's a bunch of other things i'd like to kind of like branch off on and go into mm -hmm. because right now everything i mentioned was basically shonen style mm -hmm. and it's kind of one-dimensional but i would totally bring in some different types of uh you know mangas and animes that aren't surrounding a male protagonist yeah and let's let's get the weird stuff there's a lot of weird anime out there there is let's let's get some get some weird stuff let's get the weird tentacle stuff yep see there you go fucking hentai corner again yeah penetration <laughs> all right it's a it's it's that time for an ad break let's do that we'll do some music kick some ad ass break. hey there if you're hearing this you've already made it through a decent chunk of this week's episode and that's pretty awesome Lars and i are doing our best to bring worthwhile content to your ear holes on a weekly basis that being said it's way easier to stay up to date using our website and social media Check us out at nerdy30podcast.com, 30 is with a three zero. It has links to all of our social media so you can subscribe and like on every platform we're on. Or just go ahead and go to Instagram or Twitter and search at nerdy30podcast, again, 30 is a three zero, to find us quick and easy. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. We're having a blast making it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. As you were saying, let's go to music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... All right. I'll, what do you got for me this week? Yeah. Um, so the first one is Anglo. That's A-N-G, Anglo. And the song is called Can't Describe Her. And can't describe her. <laughs> uh, the drink for Drinkify is four ounces of vodka served neat. Um, this guy's this guy's out there, but fun out there. Uh, so he's a singer, producer, an artist based in Brooklyn. Um, the way he describes himself and the music, he's like a psychedelic space alien and alt-electro soul-high priest. It's from his website. I don't know. It's real fun. Uh, his music videos are real weird. His music is just very different. Uh, he's paired with another artist who does a lot of the, the actual music music part in the background. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. But uh, take a look at the music videos because they're they're fun out there. And uh, his music is just, I, I just, you know, I saw him in the music video today and I was like, that is not who I pictured would be singing these songs. Like he just looks, it's just for some reason, nothing like what I have pictured, uh, but very fun, interesting music. Have you ever heard of him, Doug? I haven't. I'm listening to the, the music you mentioned. Mm -hmm. I was listening to Can't Describe Her. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it has a very similar vibe to The Field. And uh, to Fantagram, kind of what you were suggesting last week. Yeah. But when I was listening to them, also, which I did, kind I did dig them. Mm -hmm. Uh, they all like it to me. Like when I hear it, I think of like Mike Snow. Okay. Because that's what I used to like listen to a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, this kind of has the same vibe as Mike Snow, mm -hmm. uh, and a little Passion Pit kind of vibe because it's electronic. This has more of a like Mike Snow Passion Pit vibe for sure. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely like low key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's cool. Like around two minutes on this song, that's like the hook, and the hook is like, uh, like it's good. Though. It's like a thirty-second-long hook at a, a three and a half-minute-long song, but it's yeah, it's it's good. It's real good. Like you, you know, like you sitting there and you kind of dance to it in your chair. I'm a fan. Yeah, no, I it, it's dope. I I could fuck with that, with fucks <laughs> while listening to it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that I mean that's kind of baby making music. I could bam, do that. Bam, 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 bam. I mean, you'd know. You made one. I did. I made one. <laughs> but we were, li we were listening to uh, Death Clock. 
Yo, if your baby comes out like murder face, I'll be so happy. <laughs> I like a little slap with my baby face when I look at my dick. <laughs> Yo, yes, me, I'm fat. <laughs> I'm fucking you guys. It's my birthday. You don't tell me anything. Do your bass oil on my dick. <laughs> I sleep on it. Okay, all right. We're going to move on. Okay. Um, Raina Kendo. That's the next one I want to recommend. Another uh, New York band. They're based out of Buffalo. Or at least that's where they formed. The song I want to recommend is Bullets in the Air. I love that song. Every, every song on that album that that's on is just really good. Um, the Drinkify is one bottle of box wine at room temperature. <laughs> All of the sense. <laughs> uh, Drinkify is not always always sensical, but we love it just the same. The genre, it's like indie, progressive, alt-rock. There's always a lot of instruments in their stuff. There's usually a, like a, a heavy piano presence as well. And you'll definitely catch that in Bullets in the Air. But it's all so good. It's just like melodic, rhythmic. It's jazzy. It's funky. It's like really good, clean music. There's not, I don't think there's any explicit lyrics in it. Um, no, it's really, I, I enjoy them. Yeah, they're just, they're very talented individuals. And they're all, they're all like probably in their 20s, early 30s as well. And you can watch a lot of them playing in, uh, in, in like the studio on YouTube. There's a lot of them like just playing, jamming. It's, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. Uh, what's your favorite song from them? I know you listen to them too. Um, you know what? I I'm gonna be lame and be like I listen to like the the top songs by them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see what uh Kindo. I wonder if actually because I'm if anyone doesn't know like I was I was starting to play with Spotify more recently than anything else. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have them followed yet, but. You know what? I, I think I remember when you, because you had suggested to me, so I can't speak English. <laughs> uh, you had suggested them to me a while back, mm-hmm. like way back. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't like them. <laughs> like, I just wasn't vibing with them. Yeah. And I revisited them being like, oh, this is the band lawyer suggested to me. Let me take a listen to them again. And I started vibing with them again. Yeah. Like, it was weird. I think it was just, like, a certain point in time where I was just, like, I wasn't really into it. <laughs> I mean, they got, they got, I know, you, obviously, you're a drummer. They got some real good drum work, too. Um, their time signatures can also be super funky and change quick. So, it's, for the, for the musy, mu, for the musy? For the musicy people, this is, like, really good technical stuff, too. Yeah, they're, they're, you know what it was that I think threw me off from them in the first place, which is also why I wasn't, like, I preferred, uh, I preferred receiving it of sirens over deer hunter Yep, is because it's more theatrical sounding music. Eh, Okay. So when you listen to it, it almost feels like it could be music in a musical or it could be like danced to like interpretively. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Heavy on the interpretively. (laughs) Yes. No, but I mean, when I listen to it, like it's something where, <clears throat> it's it's very dynamic and mm-hmm. there's a lot of um a lot of like emotion with it that's more lively <clears throat> and like major chord kind of like it's hard to put in my head the the best way i can explain it is it just seems um like 
theatrical, like it, like it could be Broadway music. I think it's because of the piano and the fact that he has a very clean sounding, innocent voice. Honestly, he's maybe there's no there's no screaming in this. There's no raspy voice. It's just he has a good voice. He sings with vibrato. There's usually some horns and some violins or and or cellos, and there's like a piano that's like always there playing. And it's just yeah. I I mean I I can I can see that now listening to it. I listen to it right now, trying to like talk through it and like, yeah, that that makes sense. But but don't go into this if you haven't listened to them before, listener. The, don't go into it thinking like you're gonna be listening to the Music Man over here. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> okay, Doug, what do you got? Eye contact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I've got two, and they're both New York based, and they're both currently actual current acts. Actually, actually, <laughs> actually. did I say actually? Because I meant actually. At least once. <laughs> uh, so the <clears throat> the first band I'm going to recommend actually had a name change. I actually, I, I say actually again. <laughs> I I like both of the names. I grew, the first one grew on me. So the first name they were under, and this is years ago. It changed, like probably ten years ago at this point. Okay. Happy body, slow brain. <laughs> that was the name of the band. That's a good name. It is. I I really, especially for the music styling. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they changed their name to Rare Futures. So, oh, I think I know them. Yeah. So, Rare Futures, uh, like I said, formerly known as Happy Body Slow Brain, it's a New York-based groove rock band. That's okay. how they describe themselves: groove rock. Okay. Uh, founded by uh, Matt uh, Fozzy. Fezzy. He was in Taking Back Sunday, Atlas Genius, Rx Bandits, The Deer Hunter, Envy on the Coast. He's an Rx Bandit. Life. Yeah. What? What do you play? I I I don't know. Okay. Well, he plays guitar, so I'm assuming he was playing guitar in that band. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, he's been in like a ton of ton of different uh, acts. Mm-hmm. I've seen them live. Awesome live show. I've seen them multiple times. Actually, I just had a a memory from when I saw them live. They played uh, a venue with. They played a show with the Fall Troy. Oh, cool. So I saw them together. It was really great, and. So, I mean, they, they say that they're New York City-based groove rock. I wouldn't call them groove rock at all. They're definitely more, like, more of the ambient experimental groove mm-hmm. rock, if you were going to say anything like that. Not, not, like, experimental, like, or uh, ambient, like, if you're listening, I don't know. It's just, like, <laughs> <clears throat> it's, it's, like, low-key music. It, it has a good groove to it. I keep going to that word because they use the word. <laughs> but it, it's got a solid backbeat. Mm-hmm. And it's almost jazzy because of the fact that it just it just moves. You go through it. They, they have a, a nice kind of uh, melody playing over it. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, Matt's, Matt's vocals on that because he plays guitar and he sings. Mm-hmm. And he has... It, it's sometimes like some long drawn out notes it's almost like a lullaby in certain instances Mm -hmm. very fun uh to listen to it's not like get up and dance kind of music sometimes they have like some four on the floor kind of stuff uh my my song choice by them 
is actually back when they were still called Happy Body Slow Brain. The song is Everything You Know. I was wondering why I couldn't find it. <laughs> I went through. I just went through every song in Rare Future's discography. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so it's it's not on there for that one. <laughs> no, it's not. Huh. But yeah, so... That's surprising. But yeah, so Everything You Know, it was when they were still under Happy Body, Slow Brain. And it's a really good way to kind of get an idea of like what they sound like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when I first started listening to them, I was confused because, um, I think it was the drummer or the other guitarist or bass player in the band. Mm-hmm. He looked like Will Swan from Dance Gavin Dance. <laughs> and I was like confused. I'm like, is this the guy from Dance Gavin Dance in this band? <laughs> Cause he has like the mustache and, uh, like the heavy brow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, and he's very furry. He's a hairy dude. He's very furry. <laughs> okay. So I, so I thought that was him, but yeah, everything you know, like that whole that whole album, Dreams of Water, yeah. from 2010, or even their EP Sleepy in 2012, really great. Honestly, okay. you could sit there. It, it's the kind of stuff where you you see those movies like 500 Days of Summer where he just kind of sits on the bed and puts the headphones on and just like lays back and listens. Mm-hmm. This is that kind of music. Nice. 100%. And you can still sit there and enjoy the instrumental side of it you can enjoy the vocal side of it for sure mm-hmm. uh and like i said they're new york based which is pretty cool so that means if they're going to go on tour they're always going to hit at least one <laughs> venue in new york city yeah right and they'll do small shows in new york sometimes which is cool that's nice and the other band i'm recommending is a long island local band <laughs> oh before i get to them the Drinkify for Rare Futures, Happy Body, Slow Brain. There were two of them because they have two different names. So for <laughs> Rare Futures, it's eight ounces of Jägermeister served on the rocks, garnished with a cocktail monkey. <laughs> and if it's Happy Body, Slow Brain, it's one Bud Light served cold. Okay. So in this case, since it's the same band, you got to mix it all together and drink it. <laughs> Beautiful. And you have to eat the cocktail monkey. <laughs> uh, the other band I'm recommending... Uh, I've actually listened to them in the past, uh, prior to the story I'm about to tell you, the the band is called, it came from space. They're instrumental. Uh, that means there's no vocals for anyone listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, one of my favorite quotes, by the way, uh, when I was playing, I was watching a live show, I was, I was seeing Pliny Mm -hmm. and he was playing with intervals and he was, (laughs) he was on stage playing. And he was like, this song is called whatever. And he says, it, and he's like, he's like, and that doesn't mean anything because it's instrumental. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, people are just like, oh, I named it because of this. He's just like, I named it this because I felt like it because it's an instrumental song. It has no meaning. <laughs> yeah. And then he started playing the music. And I was like, that's dope. <laughs> uh, so it came from space. They're a Long Island based band, instrumental. Uh, they're a bit jammy. You okay. know, when I listen to them, it's it, it brings me back to the, the kind of sound that when I was playing in a band in high school, and if I had kept playing with that band, mm-hmm. or with people who had the same styling that, you know, listened to Tool and the Mars Volta, and kind of branched off into more, like, experimental stylings, Yeah, that's kind of, like, the route I would have went. And it's fun to listen to them. It's, it's fun music. 
And uh, the song I'm recommending is In Search of an Exit. Uh, and so when I used to teach, I worked at a school uh, in the five towns on Long Island, which is on the South Shore, almost towards Queens. And I would drive back and forth every day an hour in each direction. And in Baldwin, New York, on mm -hmm. the South Shore, there's a Starbucks that opened there. Mm -hmm. And so one time I was driving home from Starbucks. I started driving, sorry, driving home from work. Stopped at the Starbucks to get a coffee. And the barista behind the register was like, oh, dude, I love your tattoo. And it's the one with the moon and the arrow. And I was like, thanks, dude. And uh, he was like, oh, I got tattoos also. I'm like, word. And then he's <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, I like to, he, he was telling me like he likes uh mandalas like mandalas, the, yeah. you know yeah mandalas and um i was like oh it's dope because he had i think he had like one on his arm or something like that mm -hmm. and he's like yeah i got you know i got others and then like <laughs> in the middle of starbucks he just like lifts his shirt and shows me like a one that he has like on it i think it was on his chest yeah and we were talking and uh we were talking about i guess bands or stuff i think he saw like maybe my keychain and like little drumsticks mm -hmm. and he's like yeah i'm in a band uh, you know, they're called, it came from space. Oh shit. I'm like, dude, I, I know your band. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's like, I listen to you guys. You guys are great. And it was pretty funny. Um, so it was, and he, so I was like, oh, I met, I met the drummer from it came from space. Cause he worked at Starbucks. That's really awesome. And that I, was I, the one and only time I ever bumped into him at that Starbucks. I never saw him working there again. <laughs> I guess he just got too famous. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know how Starbucks works, but I feel like it has you working at different Starbucks on the island. Like, you don't always work at the same one. Ah, uh, that's possible. I think they, like, move you around. It's possible. But, I mean, I've, I've been checking them out um, since you, you finished up with Rare Futures. And um, pretty sweet. This is, like, super, super post-rocky. Uh, this, is, this is totally my jams. This is probably my favorite band that you've recommended since we started this podcast. And I will yeah, be continuing to listen to this. I can't believe they have so few listens. Dude, I know. Well, it's like when I recommended Time King. To me, Time King is like phenomenal. Like mm -hmm. their drummer is ridiculous. Their guitar work is great. Just like, and this band is really awesome too. And mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing an you know, opportunity to see them play live. Again, now that things are going back to normal. Whoops. But. <laughs> Sorry. Right. So I clicked on the, on the three dots on Spotify and I, mm -hmm. I hit follow. And then I was like, report, you know, out of my work mind, right? So <laughs> I was like, report I was like, what kind of report can I get? Is it like monthly listens? Like what, what kind of data can I see? And I clicked on it and I reported them. I'm so sorry. It came from space. <laughs> it's, and it didn't even give you the option. Like, are you sure you want to report them? It uh, just like, does it? I mean, I clicked on report and then it opened up a browser and I closed it as fast as I could. <laughs> oh, then it probably didn't. You probably had to fill something out. You probably didn't get them in trouble. I hope not. No, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna report my own band, <laughs> in, uh, as recompense. Well, you know, I'm gonna do it just so I I can co confirm that nothing just happened. <laughs> That'd be great if you get taken off Spotify because of that. report. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah, no, it it you didn't report them. Okay, good. You, you have to you have to choose why you're reporting them and then fill stuff out. Okay, good, 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 good. So you're safe. So my band and It Came sure. From Space are both safe. Excellent. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so again, the song that I recommend from them is In Search of an Exit. Mm -hmm. uh, the drink for them. Spot, um, Drinkify <laughs> didn't work. Drinkify is really shitting the bed. I tried different combinations of their name. 
So I just came up with my own. Oh, okay. <laughs> so my thought process on this band, it would be an IPA laced with LSD served with a monkey's paw. Beautiful. I think that's a very good one. I, I love it. <laughs> and, you know, just for fun, served hot. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. And um, you know what I was going to mention? So uh, separate from these two bands, we were talking about the fact, like on the side, the Fall of Troy is playing a show and they're playing through all of Doppelganger. Yes. They're playing with Strawberry Girls. They're playing with... Uh, with Satire, or Sater, I forgot how they say their name, and Keonashi. A pretty stacked lineup, to be honest with you. Yeah. They're playing in Brooklyn. Yeah. Right at the Brooklyn Monarch. Mm-hmm. Now, Lars, how long do you think it would take to drive from my house in Massapequa Park to the Monarch in Brooklyn? Hour. So you, sh- you shot for an hour? So on a Friday afternoon, it would take up to two hours and 20 minutes <laughs> to drive from the tip of Nassau mm-hmm. on the eastern Nassau to Brooklyn. This is why you take the LIRR to Jamaica. No, the LIRR doesn't take you all the way there. No, I mean, you switch, switch to the, the subway in Jamaica. Dude, it would still... T- it, I tried the public <laughs> transit line. Yeah. It still takes two hours. That's fucking stupid. That's I'm fucking just like, stupid. <laughs> It just it, it boggles my mind that it's so impossible to get to anywhere in Brooklyn if <laughs> with public transit and if you want to do it in less than two and a half hours. Go go stay at Gabe Orion's place for the night. Where's Gabe live? I think he lives in Astoria. Ah uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I have work. <laughs> and I, I don't know where Ryan lives now. I think he also lives in Queens somewhere. Towards Which Ryan, like uh, tall Ryan, tall tall Ryan, the one that's the one that's moving to Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that Ryan, <laughs> the one that's moving to Jersey in a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he they live in uh, they live in Floral Park. Oh, okay, okay. So they're they're right, you know where they live? They're right off of Jericho Turnpike. You stayed at their house, didn't their apartment, didn't you? Oh, they're still at that same place. I thought they had moved. Nope, they're still oh. there. Okay, yeah. We had a game night right before the pandemic. (laughs) They've been there for like three or four years. Well, now they're moving. Yeah. Because you said that. Well, fuck. And they're going to Jersey. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Everyone (laughs) I know is moving to Jersey. Ugh. Legit, everybody. Ugh. I'm in New Hampshire. Except for you. You move to New Hampshire. (laughs) Come to New Hampshire. There's no income or sales tax. (laughs) Yeah, fuck New Hampshire, man. (laughs) We have mountains and lakes. I prefer living in a place where if uh, I knew that Long Island was going to sink, I would just stay at home. <laughs> what do you mean? I would just stay at home, too, if I knew Long Island was going to sink. <laughs> I wouldn't try. Ex- <laughs> Fuck you. No, what I mean is, like, I wouldn't even try to, like, leave Long Island. Why would you want to live there in that situation? Leave. I wouldn't try to leave. Why? Because I wouldn't get out. Dude. What? It this would is take not a good situation half, it, you're putting yourself in. It would take me two and a half hours to get to Brooklyn on a on a regular Friday afternoon. But it would only if everyone me... was heading if everyone was heading west to get away from Long Island. How long do you think it would take me to get out of Long Island? I'm not saying escape Long Island. I'm it's saying, a trick question. To New Hampshire, I would die. <laughs> no, take the ferry. Go to Port Jeff or or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's Point. what I do. I'd go east and I'd commandeer a boat. Yeah, I I drive right into the the eye of the storm. Yeah, perfect. 
I'd face Godzilla. Get a swift end and, and become a great TikTok video for someone else. <laughs> Hopefully I'm somewhere where there's a reception. <laughs> True. Okay. That's all I've got, Lars. Yeah, me too. I'm exhausted because of this fucking dominoes. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if you like this one. This one? This episode. Oh. <laughs> Not you, Lars. Shut up. I'm talking to our guests. Has anyone filled out any of our polls yet? I did. <laughs> did you fill out the one poll where I asked who was more attractive? Yes, that was me. I, <laughs> I, I selected myself. But I realized, uh, well, actually, shout out to Mike Thompson for keeping me in the loop. Apparently, you need to have a Spotify subscription in order to partake in any of the polls. Oh, questions. really? Yeah. Because okay. he was like, I can't see them. Um, he, he couldn't participate. Wow. Well, you can vote by Twitter. Yes. We'll just have to tell you what the poll is. About, yeah, we'll just post it online. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Okay. Our uh, my, my, uh, my response to the MTA had 64 views on it. Yeah, I got a notification on my phone that your Twitter post was very popular. Do you want to inform people what that post was? Or <laughs> shall we say, go to our Twitter and look at it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did twat it pretty hard. Um <laughs> No, I was I was driving I was riding the train in, and there was a seamless Grubhub ad. If if anyone doesn't know, seamless and Grubhub are the same exact thing with two different names. They kept the name seamless because people in New York City want to use the seamless. They don't want to use Grubhub. So that's why they have two names. But <laughs> at the top of this ad on that on like this rectangular thing that's plastered onto the glass, it just says "fuck Joe Biden." And I just, I took a picture of Mike. Is this like the Long Island Railroad edition of this ad? And then they responded to it. They're like, where did this happen? <laughs> we must take this down. Yeah, they're like, give us the train number. Yeah. I was like, I'm not a conductor, but I think it's this one. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I'll keep you informed if I end up on, back on that exact train. Yeah, please do, because that was the uh, most activity our post has ever our Twitter account has probably ever had collectively. I'm just, it, I don't know how people do it. What makes people want to tweet you back? Cause I, uh, my tweets are pretty good. Well, first I got to find you. Yeah, I guess it's true. <laughs> we got to, you got this round. We got to usurp some of the popular hashtags like usurp the burp, you know, get the popular ones like, you know, hashtag, I don't know. Stolen election. <laughs> You say hashtag stolen erection? Election. <laughs> hashtag Trump 2024. Yeah, steal that one. Oh. We'll do real well with that with that demographic. That's fine. We don't need them. Uh, hashtag so, nerds for Biden. <laughs> I had... Uh, so we have the Neighbors app uh, in yep. my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Or the Nextdoor app. Yeah, and next someone door. posted a, a flyer for White House of Horrors. Or the the uh, the group was called Save America. It's like Save America presents White House of Horrors, and the idea is that they're going to drive down Ocean Parkway, and stop at different parking lots, and then they're going to also um, have candy in their trunks so kids can go trick or treating in their trunk out of the trunks of their cars. Why? So I'm like, that sounds really sketchy. But why? But well, it's. It's basically like it's a right wing thing. Yeah, but like it's it, they're for Trumpers. 
but but why? Why why are they going to Ocean Parkway with candy in their trunk? Why aren't they just trick or treating? It's kind of like you know, it's like a it's um not a parade. What do they call that? Um, yeah, the Trump train. Right? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, the Trump train. Uh, no, no. When they uh when they a procession. But They're, they would do like a procession for down candy. The, no, they probably would have like their Trump 2024 flags and shit like that flying. With, with candy too. They're trying to entice people. Like, bring your kids. You bring know? your kids. Let them run around on the highway to get free yeah. candy. These people and then the are other thing they're maniacs. saying is that all they said all proceeds go to getting food for shelter animals. What proceeds? And I'm like, this ad is all over the place right now. Am I paying you for this free candy? Right? Why don't you just donate the money to the shelter? Well, that's what I said. I was like, I responded to it because someone was just like, someone was saying, oh, now it's, now we're against people doing good things for others. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, <laughs> I just said, if this was about raising money to, or raising awareness to get shelter dogs adopted, they wouldn't have named it what they named it. Yeah. And that's, they would have made that the focus. Yeah. That's not the case. Yeah. I didn't even touch upon the fact that they want kids to go trick-or-treating out of trunks of cars. On a highway. On a highway. <laughs> or even out of a parking lot. I don't know. I hope <laughs> imagine, that gets shut down Can you imagine your child getting used to going to strangers' trunks and taking candy out of them? I mean, that's what the right wants, right? Well, what's right is right, and what's what's wrong is left. All right, well... I think it's uh, it's about time we hit the old dusty trail. Time for you to dust my trail. Okay, well, there we go. All right. We will see all you kiddos next week. Have a happy, safe Halloween. Uh, Make sure you make at least one child shit themselves. Otherwise, you're not doing your civic duty. Trick or treat. (laughs) Eat my shit. Yep. Uh, One last thing Uh, before we go. Uh, Starting now, we're going to try posting on multiple platforms so we won't be linking the songs to the artist at the end of the episode uh, that doesn't mean you shouldn't go ahead and listen to them so definitely take the time to go and listen to all the artists that we do link on our instagram and twitter posts because they're dope as fuck bye